Hey everybody, producer Dave here. The Plex is recorded live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can listen at echoplexmedia.com slash live. Usually we also record the live stream and give it out only to our patrons, but this week the show was so good we're giving it to everybody. So if you want the whole show straight off of the IceCast server, you can go to patreon.com slash echoplex and you can find the post there. It says freebie, the Plex live, November 25th, 2018. And uh, while you're there, consider becoming a patron.
All right, we're back. That was Travel On by Relapse, and it's 8 p.m. Pacific. That means it's time for the big show. Welcome to the Plex Podcast. We do the show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into Red Light, and you really should listen to Red Light. You can support this show at patreon.com slash echoplex, and you can join the chat at discord.me slash echoplex. I am producer Dave. You can generally find me on the internet. I'm the media wench. You can also generally find me on the internet, uh, but mostly on Twitter and Instagram at Ouija Queen. Uh, definitely join the chat room, discord.me slash echoplex. Please, if you enjoy or don't enjoy, we like hate money more than we like love money. Uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash echoplex. You will get the entire show directly pulled from the Icecast server at the $5 level. $1 level, you get all the clips. $5 level, you get that too. $10 level, you get your name in blue and the entire show and all the clips that we pull from every show that we record in this studio. I feel like I have nothing op- to offer now. <laughs> you have yourself to offer, which is more than we could ever ask for. What's up, y'all? This is a good <laughs> wife. I offer myself and my unpunched Nazi tweets. Where can people find those? They can they find just- those at e- uh, Eplex Good Wife. Or just search the hashtag Unpunch Nazi, you'll oh, find her. Yeah, I have started to use the Unpunch Nazi hashtag. I generally just use it whenever I see someone who should be punched for being a Nazi. <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> that's, re- that's the real shit right there. That's a public service. It is a public service. All right, and I am Teacher Allison. You can find me at Twitter at Kiss of Tillis, one Ellen Tillis, or um, I finally joined Instagram, so I'm the dreamer underscore writer. So, yay. Yay. so come find me, then yay. find the link to my blog and find out how I'm going to fix the world. Yay. Greetings, everyone. This <laughs> is the councilman. You can find me at T-H-E underscore councilman. Um, I'm going to take the good wife on her up on her offer of herself. Maybe later. That's gross. <laughs> and uh, producer Dave, why don't you give the people what they want? I don't hate the cops. Uh, there's a person inside when the truncheon stops Oh, donate the cops Oh, when the raiders come Who will protect the shops? Donate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops oh, Donate the cops Donate the cops oh, Donate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Put your hands above your head. Don't show you're not a friend. I'm the fairest judge that your skin comes.
didn't hate the cops Because they don't do nothing wrong Don't hate the cops You can't blame them for just doing their job Don't hate the cops Well, you gotta wonder how much would it cost For you to be shot at and stabbed at by maniacs and drunks Don't hate the cops Don't hate the cops Poop update. <laughs> In hopscotch, you better watch where you step. Turns out, walking the streets of San Francisco is a lot like the kids' game. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Jumps. Double takes. Double steps. Missteps. Except this isn't a game. It's disgusting and potentially dangerous. What goes through your head walking the streets of San Francisco? Um, what goes through my head is that there's contamination under my feet. Wendy Kaler is a microbiologist and expert in preventing the spread of diseases. Yeah, there's a needle right there. She joined us downtown to explain why she believes San Francisco is in danger of a disease outbreak. Where there's feces, there's risk. Where there's lots of feces, there's more risk. That looks like feces, feces over right, there. Yeah, right there. Here you can see how it's, it's kind of smeared, right? <laughs> so, Nancy is coming with the transitive property of poopology. The more poop there is, the more danger. Nancy exists. with the poopology. Nancy with the poopology. Poop scotch. I'm just going to say that there's a historical context for what she's saying, and one of the best ways to determine how sanitary or likely an outbreak is is how far away your shit poop is from everything else in your life. And well, if it's on the street, it's not very far. It's right in front of the artisanal cupcake shop. <laughs> <laughs> And we bring it full circle. Just stay away from the fucking stinking rose, okay? I mean, that's supposed to be one way, not th not that way. Garlic stink. Mm. So someone walking down the sidewalk steps in it. What's the potential risk? Right. So the potential risk is if you step in it and there actually is a pathogen in that feces, and maybe you come home, you take your shoes off, and you go grab a potato chip and you put your hand in your mouth, without cleaning it first. Some of these feces on the ground have millions of these bacteria. So a, it's, it, a little goes a long way. And maybe it's not visible anymore. That doesn't mean the bacteria is not there. So it may not even look like anything's at the bottom of your shoe, but it could still potentially be dangerous? Yes, absolutely, because it's microscopic. Diseases like hepatitis A, salmonella, and shigella can all be spread through feces. And infection rates for all three have increased in San Francisco over the past decade. So it could be something as small as a stomach ache, or in some cases, deadly? Yeah, right. Um, hepatitis A can be, can certainly be deadly. <sighs> okay, listen. <laughs> like I, I understand that the world has pathogens, right? But I am, I don't know this, but I would be stunned if stepping in even human shit as you walked three miles in San Francisco, if you like got the human shit off of your shoe, would make an appreciable difference in the quality and frequency or, or quality and quantity of bacteria that would be on your shoe. I mean, people have been spitting all over the sidewalks for fucking years, right? Like shit is extra disgusting, but I don't, 
Yeah. What if you step in like somebody throws up? Like there's probably yak all over the streets of San Francisco on the weekend too. Like nobody's talking about that, but yak is also like. I like this story, but I can I can see okay. So I can offer an uh you know an alternative um, uh, backup to this <laughs> Nancy with the poop factory. Um, <laughs> like you know, like it is feasible that. That the feasible that the feasible. <laughs> we've just seen the episode. We're we're nine minutes in. We just, just named the episode feasible. Uh, to see how there could be a potential outbreak of diseases, primarily because you know what comes through your digest waste. The you know food and particles that go through your digestive system. You know have have different types of you know digestive gases into it and that's kind of how poop is made that is a thing like when there's open sewers not just a turd in front of the cupcake shop (laughs) would it be like a could it end up being like a fad thing it's like oh if you're you step in poop and then you end up getting like the fucking black plague and you're like oh no becky i just got on the black plague diet i've lost 20 pounds in three days it's fucking fantastic i go do hot stone yoga i walk past the cupcake shop i rub my shoes and shit and then i go home and eat chips earlier this year we surveyed 153 blocks of downtown san francisco and uncovered a dangerous mix of trash needles and feces the story gained national attention and became a major issue in the mayor's race then candidate london breed promised a cleaner San Francisco within three months if elected. I would measure that by, you know, like not having feces, you know, <laughs> on our sidewalks and also urine and other things that we see, the needles and, and many of the other challenges that exist. That would all be eliminated just at the end. I'm not saying that it will all be eliminated. I am saying that there will be a significant difference where it's noticeable. So we're back on the streets to find out if she made good on that pledge. My producer and I resurveyed 20 of the dirtiest blocks in downtown San Francisco. We just found five needles on this one block. There's a few under this parked car here, and then two more on the street. Across all 20 blocks, we found 35 used drug needles. That's down 39% compared to our last survey 10 months ago. But like before, we spotted trash on every block. We also saw feces on all 20 blocks. In total, we found feces 159 times. That's a 67% increase. To be fair, you can find 35 needles, used needles in one park in Reading. So <laughs> you can find 35 used needles like in one parking spot in the fucking Modesto. Right? There's that's yeah. This is just like what Okay, so the shit is like shocking, but this is people seem shocked that San Francisco is a big fucking city with a lot of homeless people. Like the neighbors that are in the warehouse next to us let their fucking dog shit all over the place went to the work on fucking Saturday and there was literally a pile of dog shit in front of the front door. Right there. This is the fucking world. There's shit everywhere. (laughs) Like like if you live in the country, there's shit on the ground. You're not all well. What's what the deer shit and why isn't the city doing something about the deer? Like if you like, there's cow patties all over the place in certain places. Nobody's worried about them. That's just they're just used to that. Human shit in a city is no different than a fucking cow patty. And yeah. at least if you see a needle in the street, you could see it not to stick your finger in it, right? I mean, <laughs> well, this, I'm trying to look on the bright side. You know, it comes back to to me. It comes back to just preventing it in the first place. Like it's not about cleaning up the streets. It's about Putting places out there to producer Dave's point from a few shows ago, 
where people can take a shit comfortably mm-hmm. and in a, in privacy and not. I, I guarantee you, no matter how checked out a person is, they do not want to sit down in front of the artisanal coffee shop and pop a squat <laughs> and shit on their sidewalk unless they're in some, unless it's a, some sort of specific protest about that shop. Yeah, right? unless like I get yeah. it. If you don't fun. have your fu- your like the current fair trade fucking coffee beans, right. And you're on your fucking. It's you, not you a listen, listen, when Karen takes a shit in front of the coffee shop, it's totally different. <laughs> we know Karen. We accept her. We accept her challenge, and it's but, mostly made of kale. Yeah, but it's not. If it's not a protest poop, I'm sure you want to take the poop in a nice, clean little you know facility. Just like if you're shooting up, you don't. No one wants to sit there and shoot up on the corner in front of everyone. Go shoot up in a nice, safe place where you can have a little booth and you know and have some privacy and nod off for a little while and not worry about getting robbed or bug or bugged by anyone else and. I don't understand why it should be such an anthem for government to be able to provide these things because it helps everybody. I feel like I should have a quiz called protest poop or found on a sidewalk in San Francisco and it's just a visual one. <laughs> with Put a, no, a little like a little, sign on, a little sign on the stand in the poop like protest poop. Um, I'm not sure if this is part of the same investigative report but the bigod who is trying to be this nationally recognized reporter and like fluff his own feathers um, has also found poop graffiti in San Francisco? Hold on. We're walking by the federal courthouse and just on this one block, we spotted feces at least 18 times. And in a bizarre new twist, someone appears to be using feces to graffiti sidewalks in the city. Seriously. Okay, that's just some hipster that found... Okay, so I could... Once upon a time... Is it art? Once upon a time... A hipster was walking down, let's say, let's say, so let's say Van Ness uh, over by Polk Street, Van Ness and Polk. A hipster was hanging out at Van Ness and Polk, a little up the hill, a little bit nicer place to take a shit. Um, <laughs> this hipster <laughs> found some shit on the ground and decided to go find a stick. I don't know where you find a stick at Van Ness, Van Ness and Polk. You use a used needle. apparently they're plentiful they're also plenty used needles (laughs) he used a used needle and by the way i think van ness and polk are um parallel they're parallel so we'll say we'll say it's feces clay van ness and clay van ness and clay or maybe bush or something yeah Yeah, bush that makes perfect van ness and bush Bush. there used to be a great rave spot there by the way i know because it was mine (laughs) but then he took the needle and he picked up the shit with the needle and drew a little fucking thing with it because he thought and then took a picture put it on his Instagram and said hashtag San Francisco hashtag alternative art and it was our little Echoplex logo with the guy with the headphones I, I wish that I wish that would have been it then been like I don't know what this is but fuck uh, your shitty podcast draws it and shit with a needle so from the from the ultra local to national news sort of this is Donald Trump but you're not gonna he's not gonna say anything. This is just the event he had at Palm in Palm Beach, Florida. You all know it now, so sing it with me. Everybody stand, stand by him, and we'll stand by you. Oh stand. We'll stand by you, stand by you. So Donald, Donald, stay by us, and we'll stay by you. Oh, stand, we'll stand by you, stand by you. And listen to this. It don't 
don't matter where we go It don't matter what Hillary does As long as we're with you Stand by me Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Donald Trump Now see this. This is what I envisioned Donald Trump's presidency being like, like wall to wall. Thanks. <laughs> like, nothing but this. If you listener, hopefully maybe for the Patreon, the patrons we can drop the video of this link. But um, or you should follow the link if you get the links. It's hilarious. You have to watch this video. It's 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 uh, some just entertainers and Donald Trump standing there at the podium, kind of nodding his head to the music, but completely offbeat. Uh-huh. I can't even do it because. You know, I have rhythm. Yeah. But uh, just Donald Trump doing his sort of nod the head mm-hmm. kind of a thing. It's hilarious. For five minutes. And these guys are really getting into it. I mean, they are like, it's like a Siegfried and Roy of, of the lounge singers. And the guy looked like a Viking who was singing. Yeah. You know that yeah. that image that was going around right. of that guy who had that video? Mm-hmm. I forget what Big it was about. Word. No, mm-hmm. the, the leftist killed me in a video game or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, he looked like that guy, but like in a suit. Uh, thanks. I hate it. I hate them, and they should feel bad. Yes, yeah, so this is like his Thanksgiving celebration down in hey, down in Florida. I got I got two things. One, that is the saddest version of that song I've ever heard. <laughs> you butchered a perfectly good song. Thanks. All sarcasm. Um, the second one is he he has to be the most high maintenance person on the planet, not just emotionally if that guy doesn't hear constant praise like i thought my self-esteem i need to hear good things like once every few days that man is 24 7 tell me something good about me or i'm going to like hit the button Mm. you want to hear somebody talk good about you just come here (laughs) oh thanks (laughs) (laughs) or listen to back episodes so most most insecure five-year-old on the planet just happens to be the president of the united states fucking fantastic i'm gonna try to fly through this triple shot of trump because we got, we got a fine. lot going on but this and is everything's so, fine just a little bit of context Great. you can check out the docket you <laughs> can you can grab the docket on the uh, there's an event post on our website you can find the event posts on the website and uh during this he was on a speakerphone which was how he was doing his interview or his conversation with the person but regardless he had the phone up to his ear and uh you can't see that, but that's okay because what he says is remarkably stupid and then the person he's talking to tells him he's wrong and it's lovely. So when you do the new carriers as we do and as we're thinking about doing, <laughs> would you go with steam or would you go with electromagnetic? Because steam is very reliable and the electromagnetic, I mean, unfortunately you have to be Albert Einstein to really work it properly. What would you do? Uh, yes, sir. You sort of have to be Albert Einstein to run the nuclear uh, power plants that we have here as well, but, but we're doing that uh, very well. The, um, the I would go, sir, Mr. President, I would go uh, electromagnetic cast. I okay, think that's good. Good. Okay. Go. Uh, We do pay a heavy cost for uh, transiting the steam around the, uh, the ship. Good. Okay. I like to hear that. I'm actually happy about that answer because at least... Uh, you know, they're doing what they're doing, but that's actually a very good answer. This is the president of the United States, everyone. Just so this oh. is real. This this is real. This, this is, is the president of the United uh, States. I would call this a failure of education, but the man obviously never went to school. So it's like, I can't, pl- yeah. I can't put this on the education system. He is, he is that kid who has to give a report who fell asleep for the last two weeks uh-huh. and just goes up there and bullshits. And he does it every single day. With impunity, because he knows he knows at the end of the day that his thirty eight percent doesn't care, and that's fine. And but it's, it's district it's sad, enough. It's really depressing, but it's you know that is what it, 
It is what it is, as Donald Trump likes to say. This is why we drink. Oh my God, though. Just this, to, to be fair, we were we drank before steam. him. Steam, <laughs> steam. It's guys. already been two years. Remember, you're on a podcast. Was, well, he, was he talking about creating the next ironclad? Like, what is he talking well, about? Because <laughs> he's talking about the aircraft carriers, how they rocket, how they shoot the planes off of them. They use electric, you know, because. The steam pool. Well, they used to, yeah. They, they use electromagnets now. Yeah. It's much more efficient, and yeah. it's you know it has a less fucking like fail rate. Well, like it's, it's, they're you're not trying to shoot a fucking jet that costs ten million dollars off of a fucking. That's a low or, estimate. Yeah, off a ramp that's like a, an eighth of a mile. You know, it's but the thing that just really aggravates me about him, though, and then it's not like I should worry about it anymore. But the way he he's got an expert, right? This guy is like. Apparently, this person knows what he's talking about when it comes to these. But he has all the words. He's got the big. Well, no, and he says he says, "Well, you're the expert, so I would like to hear your opinion." But before I ask your opinion, I'm I'm going to tell you that this is my opinion and this is what I think. (laughs) And yet, the guy, I love it that someone comes back at him and says, "Well, sir, actually, actually, the the opposite of what you said is true." It's okay to actually the president. I'll give that a pass. Well, because he'll because he'll turn around. He's not like he's going to get butthurt. He'll just be like, "Oh, well, yeah, you're of course you're right. Of course you're right. I, you were right all along. I've always said that electromagnetic is the way to go. I was just testing you. You know, like it's he doesn't uh, care. So just push. You might as well push back because it's it's in the best interest of the country uh, to push back. He'll just this is really painful, and I feel like I'm having a traumatic moment. Okay, well that's great. Here's Trump talking about what he's <laughs> thankful for on Thanksgiving, yes! and, and but and, and spoiler, it's mostly himself. What are you most thankful for? For having a great family and for having uh, made a tremendous difference in this country. I've made a tremendous difference in the country. This country is so much stronger now than it was when I took office that you wouldn't believe it. And, I mean, you see it, but so much stronger that people can't even believe it. When I see foreign leaders, they say, we cannot believe the difference in strength between the United States now and the United States two years ago. Made a lot of progress. Thank you very much. You're being <laughs> trolled. That never happens. Are you being he's, trolled? He's just the guy that makes up everything. He's like the guy at the party who just wants everyone to love him so much that he'll just say anything. Like, have you seen the new uh, Spike Lee movie? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It was fabulous. Hasn't seen the movie, right? Like, right. Uh, you know, did, what, did you see the ball game last night? Oh, yeah, the Giants. No, no, it was the Redskins. Oh, yeah, the Redskins. It was a great game. Great game. You know, just doesn't give a fuck. He, just, he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Except looking good. I think that he's like the kind of person who's thinks like, if I close my eyes and put my hands in front of him, people and I can't see anything, people can't see me either. (laughs) Object permanence. I'm invisible. You can't see me. Right. But it's like, but it works for him. Like it works for his words. So it's like if if I don't remember what I said, nobody else does either. (laughs) You just it's it's like. A five-year-old, it really is. Just watch any any five-year-old. Had my, had my Did you eat the cookie? Well, I may have saw the cookie in the jar, and then it ended I may up or may not have approached the cookie else. Yeah, right. and, like, and you know, I there's cookies the cookie. all kinds of places. You know, we have the best cookies. The cookies are the best. Yeah, Let we, me tell you, so we, many people work we, hard on these cookies. We had a party at our house, you know, with family and friends, and we there was one kid there, like one four-year-old, my cousin, right? Everyone else was, you know, adults. And, you know, of course, what is he doing after a while? He's comfortable, you know, playing with his toys and whatnot. But after about a couple hours, he's like, fuck, all these adults are talking adult stuff and having their adult fun. I'm going to come in the room and be like, hey, look at me over here. You know, like, and he's starting to make more noise and more and just attract more attention. It's just the same thing watching this guy. Only this guy's 72 years old and he's the president of the freaking United States. 
This is deeply traumatic for me. <laughs> well, well, it has been the two good, years. Good wife. There's a reason I put three Donald Trumps on the docket. Do you? Do you? Th- do you? Anybody know why I put three? Because you're going to have one redeeming clip of somebody roasting him like to the max. That was a good guess. Any other guesses? Everything comes in threes, like death. Because you <laughs> want it to be less painful for us to hear Jordan Peterson. I didn't do Jordan Peterson. Any idea why oh. I put three Donald Trumps on? Uh, Jesus. Because you have a Gorka or a like five. Is this Tucker- like how many how many beers has Dave had? Because you have five Tucker Carlsons and they're seven clips long each. Donald because Trump- he just did that much stupid shit this week. <laughs> Donald Trump is fired. Yeah! Oh, surprise. Such a good surprise. I am thankful for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're not gonna hear Donald Trump uh clips of him or uh clips of any of his events unless maybe ben carson talks about pyramids again but yeah that was Don- fun donald trump has been fired uh officially we, we didn't talk about him for a very long time and i feel like we we went what was 15 16 episodes with the occasional clip of him and he didn't get fired he's fired fuck donald trump seriously and can again. i just say before hey, can we I, can we all do this together fuck donald trump one two three fuck, fuck donald, donald trump. trump very good so we have fox news this is a clip about Hillary Clinton and herpes. Thanks. Good, huh. good find. Yeah, good like find, Allison. And, <laughs> and thanks for the thanks for the notes about where everything was. So here's notes. <laughs> here, <laughs> totally. A well, no, they did a very poor video edit. Yeah, it was a shitty video edit, and the things were oh. in the wrong spot. Yeah. So the edit itself was bad, and you only needed the first three minutes, but the uh, apology came before the offense. So when I, I actually just watched it through and was like, "This is all out of order." Yeah, it's like this is Fake a, news. Why are they apologizing? What's so? I obviously had to keep watching so I could figure out what was said. <laughs> so here's a clip from Fox News. It just like this is just they're just having a normal one. I'm just amazed that with everything going on in the world, we still have Hillary Clinton in the headlines. Well, she's Anna. she's come she won't back go up. Away. Talking about her on the TV. <laughs> she's like herpes. Oh, uh, okay. That's news that we're breaking here. <laughs> Hold on, we're going to start this over again. I'm just amazed that with everything going on in the world, we still have Hillary Clinton in the headlines. Well, she's, she's come she back She won't go up. away. <laughs> she's like herpes. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on, this That's is for the soundboard. Check this out. Here. She's like herpes. She's like herpes. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's news that we're breaking here. I actually uh, like that. I like that clip that a little better. Here. That guy, that's a great response. Uh, not appropriate. That was, that, that's just brilliant. That's the best response that's I've ever That's news that we're breaking here. <laughs> not, appro- not appropriate. Uh, I can clip that together. Not appropriate. Uh, that's the one. Uh, not, not appropriate. appropriate. <laughs> not appropriate has to go on the soundboard for sure. Yeah. 100%. So that, that chick, oh, whoever she was, like, she's too crazy for Fox News. Like, you can't... I okay check this out I say a lot of things on this show I'm not really comfortable comparing people to herpes that's like just not how I yeah I've said a lot of bad things about a lot of people who aren't really that bad on this show but I wouldn't be like oh Madison Starmoon she just keeps posting videos she doesn't go away she's like herpes like who says that well, teacher Allison, do we know who that was? It sounded like a, a Heather. Like, um, for, for no, she was actually, word. she was Latina and she was brought on there to talk about the border wall and she brought up Clinton <sighs> and that's how it started. She brought it up and yes. so she's like, she won't go away. Um, like you guys herpes. always talk about her. She's Dude. like herpes. <laughs> she's like herpes. What about okay. investigating Hillary? And okay. Hillary. Can I tell you how awesome it is? She's like herpes. She's like herpes. She's like herpes. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, not appropriate. And I love how like Hillary came back and they're like, oh, let's bring up the emails again. I'm like, can we talk about Ivanka's emails? Like, dude, you should know better. And just like that, people stop talking about emails. So yep. here's uh-huh. Fox News. Apparently, this is the closest thing to an... Ap- no, they totally apologized yeah. because... Because I don't know they call the former Secretary of State herpes. I, they should apologize for that Stuart Varney clip we played about six weeks ago where he just met a black person. And like I feel like that was far worse than We're this We're the clip. same, my brother. We all are, all are all Americans, and that is the focus. And we want to uh, reiterate that we do not condone the language that uh, Anna Paulina just dis- displayed here. And we apologize to Secretary Clinton for that. Fox News does not condone, condone her sentiments. And we will be back. It's Thanksgiving, guys. Ooh. Lighten up. Come on. Oh <laughs> I'm not even kidding. This year's Thanksgiving, the news cycle on Thanksgiving was Day. They kept on giving. This docket was really long because of Thanksgiving Day. Yep. Like I, I'm not like really big on Thanksgiving. Like it's cool to see my family. We usually make reservations. We go to like a nice restaurant. We hang out. Like I'm cool with all that. I don't really like. I don't really care or about the rest of the stuff. And I don't even like the idea behind it because it's a lie but so much nonsense occurred this year on thanksgiving that i feel like what we should really do on thanksgiving is make fox have as many guests as possible and everyone right wing and left wing get together and watch the train wreck that happens when you have sebastian gorka and then carter page and then you have rachel maddow on for thanksgiving like this year's news on thanksgiving was fantastic thanksgiving has gone red light Echoplex Media would like to humbly apologize for everything that we've said in this show to disparage all the ethnic groups and youth and ageist groups and, and we, genders. We, we, and only, we only disparage old white people on this show, to be Yeah, really. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But hey, Thanksgiving. What did you have? Stuffing? <laughs> it was awesome. Well, I helped my fucking little Ritz kill a magnum and a half of champagne. Can I give a quick shout out, though, for Thanksgiving? Um, it doesn't get brought up enough. Uh, the, it's not about the pil- It never was actually about the pilgrims and the Indian, Native Americans, whatever you want to refer to folks as. Uh, it was actually Abraham Lincoln uh, during the Civil War uh, who created the Day of Thanksgiving, or came up with the idea of the Day of Thanksgiving. And it was supposed to be about remembering all the things that we had to be grateful for as a nation, even though in, in the midst of absolute travesty and horror, which is pretty much what we're going through now without the blood. Um, so I, I think it's important to remember that. And it was never supposed to be about this mythical thing about the pilgrims. Like, forget about that. Just be thankful Here, for here's, people here, you. Here's the deal stupidity will destroy anything that is good if the thing that is good is not protected a holiday named thanksgiving was made nobody thought they needed to protect it and now stupidity has destroyed fucking thanksgiving you know what i'm thinking you know what and i think i may be celebrating it in the most traditional possible way by getting together with my family and hanging out and having a good meal and some drinks we're not really thankful but we're all thankful to be there Especially because I ain't picking up the check. <laughs> it's usually at a nice place. But yeah. Do you like well, how I make a roach clip out of that fucking champagne cork? That's some good, pretty good shit. I feel like, did you put a picture of this on our Instagram? I did. Oh, I put a picture oh. on the, in the Discord. Egoplexmedia.com backslash swag. It's good. <laughs> It'll be there. It'll be there soon. We're, but next to the shirts and the, the coffee mugs. I need a new um, the twist tie so I can make another whore ball. And the so, flamethrowers. So because the world has gone red light, I have Stefan Molyneux. <laughs> on the regular docket um 
No. I don't. You're familiar with Stefan Molyneux. Yeah. He's like the shaved head guy who used to be like this anarchist guy, and then he became like a, a men's rights activist. I don't think he became a men's rights activist. I think men's rights activism just happened, and he goes, "Oh, I'm also this kind of douchebag. That's great. I am two kinds of douchebags." And um, n- now he's like kind of an alt right guy, but he's also a skeptic. Like Michael Shermer, who runs Skeptic Magazine, had a talk with him, and he goes, "Oh, he's a great skeptic." I had such a good talk with him. He's such a critical thinker. Well, here's um, critical thinker uh, Stefan Molyneux as endorsed by uh, Michael Shermer. Uh, don't go to whatever after party he's going to, ladies, uh, from Skeptic <laughs> Magazine. Um, rational, critical thinker and empiricist, as he'll tell you. I go to Poland. What is it? 99% white. I don't need any security. The streets are incredibly clean. Crime is almost non-existent. Nobody gets called a racist. There's no talk of white privilege. No identity politics. No endless diversity nagging. You know, I've spoken against white nationalism, but I'm an empiricist. I'm an empiricist. (laughs) I went to the country. I saw how it was like. We could put something out on social media to have a social gathering, and we actually had the social gathering without bomb threats, without violence, without attacks, without things coming through the window. I've spoken out against white nationalism, but I'm I'm an empiricist. I'm listening. (laughs) I'm listening to my experiences. Can't argue with the facts. Can't argue with the reality. I mean, you can, but... You are ruining a perfectly good word. (laughs) That Uh, happens a lot with these assholes. They take a good word and then they fuck it up. Skepticism, atheism. Yeah. Both of those. Actually. Even actually. (laughs) Even actually. (laughs) This guy just said... He doesn't like white nationalism and he's like, but I'm an empiricist. And then he went somewhere and he like had a good time and didn't get robbed or protested like you and me have every day when we go places. Seriously. And it's Poland. And he's like, there's no identity politics in Poland. Do you have any idea how scared Poland is right now because of how many times the Russians have taken them over? And Russia is looking to do that again. Like those guys are barely ever a country. The last major chunk of time before this that they were a country... Uh, Nazi Germany wiped out a whole bunch of them. So they don't have enough people to have an identity left because they've been stomped on so long. I don't think that's the model we want to follow. Mm. Well, no, he just means that everybody was white and then like that he went there and no crime happened to him because when he goes to like other places, crime always happens to Stefan Molyneux, obviously. Oh, yeah. Every time. It's crazy. All the crime. All the crime happens to him. In front of the artisanal cupcake shop. San Francisco is so diverse that he's like, I saw poop on the street. And it's like, well, dude. It was next to a needle. It was a white dude that took a shit on the street. (laughs) I don't know. So I'm sorry to play Stefan Molyneux for you guys. But uh, now that I've played Stefan Molyneux and now that we're in the white supremacist part of the docket. (laughs) (laughs) It's the unpunched Nazis section of the docket. The world has gone red white. (laughs) I am ready. Uh Uh-oh. Did you kill the unpunched Nazi? Did you punch the Nazi? No, that's okay. So I do have a different one. I don't seem to have the Gavin McGinnis quits the Proud Boys clip, but maybe we can run it off. No, we'll run it off of uh, one of the laptops during red light. Okay. Well, right after Charles Lytoller, or somebody remind go. me to do that. Uh, speaking of red light, uh, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, find out what red light is. You can, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> so, we have another 
unpunch Nazi. <laughs> but this is a commercial for a movie, apparently, that's been running on the Sinclair Network. And I'm just going to say, greetings. I am here to tell you about socialism. No president can do what has to be done to transform this country in a way that works for the middle class unless there is a political revolution. It might have sounded like a throwback to the 1970s, but the words of the 75-year-old senator from Vermont during the 2016 presidential election struck a resounding chord with a new generation of voters. Support for Bernie Sanders is pushing a lot of other politics to the left, which is definitely something that I see as, as very positive. This motherfucker is trying to dabble in our side of politics, and I don't like it. I think he's trying to pull a Dinesh D'Souza. Yes. With, like, the spooky music. He's trying to do what, like, Madison Starmoon wishes her videos were. Right. <laughs> but, like, why is he trying to use, like, I don't know. What What the fuck is just, what, the, what just happened? Into the Wait, can we talk bros. to the listener? Listener. <laughs> listener. I'm having an issue here. That person just sounded like somebody... Who's near and dear to mine and Dave's hearts. Greetings. And he seemed to be trafficking. only to the frequencies guy. Correct. But he is trafficking in Bernie Sanders, and I, I, don't, I don't like that. Oh, no. The, didn't you hear the ominous music behind it? That guy, that old guy, is coming to get you. Oh. He's coming to take you know, 70% of your money over 400 k that you're going to make next year. You should be very afraid. And he wants to control your health care. And uh, by giving, it I to think you. it's because, yeah. um, it, you know, Take I think it's because I hear I hear Yanni when everyone hears Laurel, so I'm totally yeah. feeling. <laughs> I hear Yanni. Yeah, I feel I'm feeling I'm feeling like he's trying to traffic in our our left wing propaganda. If he did it, I'd be like, "Welcome to the resistance," but I'm keeping an eye on you, you Nazi motherfucker. Well, that's my whole thing. My problem oh, is he, that I'm he afraid that he's. If you let you punch him. Maybe let, I'd only let him into the Mick resistance so he could be all like hashtag Mueller time. Yes. And then like easy call the cops on Donald Trump because that's what those people want to do. I feel that's like what, that's what Mueller is to them. It, it's like it's like they're calling the cops on him. I feel like even if you punch him just once, he's still technically unpunched. <laughs> like he needs to be punched several more times for it to qualify as a punch. You have to give him like a like a super punch. Yes. Like, an like a Hulk smash punch. Like a Hulk smash punch. Hold on, there's more of this Like an E-Honda 100 hand slap. In November 2017, Lee Carter, the 31-year-old Democratic Party candidate for Virginia, ran on a leftist platform and was elected to the Virginia House of Delegates. We are not going to stop that fight until this is truly a commonwealth. Until the commonwealth of Virginia is a place where wealth is common. Common. This past June, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of the Democratic Socialists of America won the Democratic Party's nomination in New York's 14th Congressional District. But only if we fight for it. Yeah. Only if we liberate ourselves. Because we are the revolution. revolution. I'm afraid now. Revolution. 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 So this is, okay, do you I still think this is pro-socialism? I get you. I get what you're saying. I just can't believe that the people who would listen to this, who probably could do with some legislation that balances the scales a little bit, are afraid of it. 
Like the people that should be afraid of this are the one percent or ten percent, wherever you want to put them. Not the average crazy person who I'm assuming doesn't have a lot of money who would be listening to this. Like a Trump supporter, right? <laughs> this would not benefit. This would benefit them if they were listening, and it's supposed to turn scary, like self-defeating. Much no. An August 2018 Gallup poll found that 57% of Democrats had a positive view of socialism compared to a 47% approval for capitalism. And that trend towards socialism has remained constant since 2010. I hate to say it, but our Democratic friends are pushing us towards socialism, which has never worked anywhere in the world. And it's not going to work here. Oh, this whole it already communism are not the same thing. Well, the whole thing is just it's Thank just you. it's just so maddening and there's nothing like there's nothing to say that if you structured your economy in a communist way that you would end up with totalitarianism like the USSR. It's they're they're two different things. You can have a communist democracy. You can have a capitalist um, kleptocracy. Uh, I wouldn't know where to find one of those. Um, you can have the, you can have different lanes for things, but this is this whole thing. It's it's not working. That's why Sebastian Gorka made this video. Is people are like oh socialism? They're like I like some of those ideas. Well, and that's what socialism has become in its working form. Is you know we're not all going to try and do a Marxist revolution in Russia again. We're not going that way. We know that no, doesn't we'll work. No, we'll do it here in Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> but we take the parts that work and the parts that we need, and what socialism has turned into is a social rights issue, and it's not so much about, yeah, let's go do that the way it was. Let's go full in. It's there are more human rights now that we've recognized than there used to be, and we would like to provide for those. Mm-hmm. I feel good, like the really right point, yeah. the right to like have a roof over your head and a door you can close, even if your room is tiny, I feel like... That's a right. I feel like the right to like have something to fucking eat. I feel like the right to even have $30 to go spend on leisure. I just feel like we have so much. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, like Jeff Bezos has most of it, but we have yeah. so much. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg has some too. We have, but we have, <laughs> <laughs> so does, so does George Soros. See, he's a rich man, but uh, yes, we live in a capitalist society. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt, and there is a massive amount of inequity going on right now. That being said, we do have socialist elements. Like, as far as a nation goes, compared to others, compared historically, right? Medicare, all these pro- amazing programs. I have programs. been a recipient of uh, Medi-Cal and um, SNAP benefits. Right. Also WIC, which is fucking fantastic for right. whenever you're fucking having puppies and you're broke. Take, take <laughs> it down to a county level, Santa Clara County, where we... we broadcast from on it's not easy to fucking get those benefits either it is fucking not it's it's really difficult and yet in santa clara county there is there are programs to ensure that absolutely no child at least right no child up to 18 Mm -hmm. is not protected by health some sort of affordable and or free health care service you know what i i I, that's that's socialism i i I would love to so you know that wic program Mm -hmm. I feel like that WIC program, I don't care if your husband makes a million dollars, you should be able to join the WIC program because the the benefits they're going to give you aren't really what's important. It's that there's like a tie, like a tie into society, right? The, this They're telling, maybe they don't, maybe if you're rich, they don't even have to give you any money, but they, 
they tell you what to do the same way they might tell someone who is poor who's on WIC what to do. Because when you were when you used WIC, it wasn't just money, right? They they there was like things you were supposed to do. They had they um, had you, a plan for you, yeah. Well, no, it's uh, basically what it is. It's it's women, infants, and children, and they give you like the basic food groups like some portion of it all the way up until your kids I feel are like five. some dumb rich people need that too. Yeah, so and they give you checks and you can get like the checks are pre-printed mm-hmm. and they're very specific to very you know certain things and you get a little pamphlet and you can go and get, you know, whatever on this each particular check. Fresh fruits and vegetables, they give you like a $10 up to a $10 limit and the per one of those and you, you know, and milk and bread and rice and beans and peanut butter and tuna yeah. fish and you know what there's some rich there's some rich person somewhere who does a bunch of cocaine and got herself pregnant and could probably use these kind of guidelines <laughs> as to what kind of food to eat now it's that like they're pregnant. well no i'm not like it's that 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 thing where it tells bring, you what to get right you bring the kids yeah. in they give them uh they weigh them like once every six months or something like that they weigh them give like you, why shouldn't why should that a, well, like uh, the the thing i'm asking is why shouldn't that program be universal like it doesn't matter how much money you make you send something in to show that you're pregnant and now you have these benefits if you want them like i feel like like benefits should be universal because even if you're upper middle class maybe not having to pay for all that stuff for your pregnancy and have the government pay for it helps you do this that or the other thing Mm -hmm. helps you better prepare for even the rich people like maybe they don't have a clue as to what's going on in the real world and they need the formula dude oh my god because formula is so fucking expensive like they give you almost like six hundred dollars worth of just formula like per month that's what I'm saying. That program should be universal. If someone wants to take advantage of it, all they should have to do is show that they're pregnant and having a child. Because now you've taken a bunch of bureaucracy out because there's people that have to fucking process that paperwork. And now somebody who's kind of on teetering on the edge who might or might not really financially need the help, now they get it anyway, and they're going to be doing better as a result. So and you're, t- and you're probably more than likely taxing the rich people to pay for the service in the first place. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully you're not I doing mean, a aggressive like, sales hopefully, tax. Hopefully something. we're barbecuing them. Well, the, more, the more you do it on income and less, bet, less on sales. And I bet Peter Thiel is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that would also be really a great place as a marketplace for people like my aunt that do new parenting and breastfeeding courses. Uh-huh. And yeah, she's just a do. G at that and she gives advice yep. and does the home visits. They offer that and stuff too. Can you like contract through them? Like if you were a private person that can do that? If it was That'd a universal cool. program, all kinds of people would be able to have great jobs doing those yeah. kinds because, of things. And, yeah. this, and this is where the capitalism comes in. You can have capitalism in a socialist mindset, right? Like you can have survival of the fittest. Like I would want the contractors that are fulfilling all these socialist programs to be the best, right? To be able to to have survived, to, to be able to approve through their bid that they are the best, brightest, most you know reliable, and most efficient uh, possible vendors for this program. I would so never do it that way. It would enc- it would encourage vendors to it would encourage vendors to be to excel and to be to do better and to uh, to be better business people. I want a government contract Angie's list. I would never yeah. capitalism. I would I would <laughs> never I would never offer universal programs that way. Uh, they, the people would all be government employees, and they would be well taken care of. Well, you can do it, you can do it both ways, but uh, eventually you do you do need as soon as you have and contractors some. and subcontractors, you end up you end up having the workers hang is sitting in a fucking like a shipping container you, and going to like I'm just telling you, you go down that road and that's where that that road ends up in some kind of fucking atlas shrug nightmare. But it doesn't have to. That's the thing that doesn't have to. And and eventually you do need some sort of I think uh, PPP, triple P or whatever is public private partnership. I do think you need that to to really take things to the next level. So. 
I'm going to move right along. We only have 12 minutes to red light. What? 12 minutes to red light. California's been on fire and Bill Mitchell has a theory. Nobody knows what started the campfire. This is the biggest fire in California. Nobody knows what caused it, where it came from. So I said to, I said to myself, okay, there's a couple different things that caused, could have caused this fire. An act of nature. So okay, it's possible. Lightning strike. Okay. Uh, a power line. Could have uh, caused it. You could have had yeah. uh, individuals we being uh, um, yeah. careless with a campfire. Could have started it. Campfire, or yeah. you could have domestic terrorism that like started what? it. Now, who like is what? the only domestic terrorist organization that we know of in America? Antifa. Who loves to light things on fire? Antifa. So we have to ask our questions. Is it possible that Antifa is behind the California fires? And it isn't too much of a coincidence that after decades and decades and decades of relatively low amounts of fires, we have oh, all of these simultaneous fires going on nope. in California, just as the Democrats take back Congress. And I am willing to bet one of the first major legislations that come out of the Democrat Congress, the Democrat House, will be climate change legislation based on what the california fires started by who i wonder oh my god so i have bounced back and forth from the great state of fucking jefferson to the bay area my entire life and in 2008 was uh before the girls were born was the last time that i moved up there and what is jefferson jefferson is anything sacramento and above to the california border so it's northern california northern california yeehaw yeehaw <laughs> what in the <laughs> confederate flag john deere tractor have we got going on here so um in 2008 when we moved up there it was fucking horrific we moved up there in july and uh it was 110 degrees and all of the trees were going dormant because they had not seen the sun for a month because the fires were so bad they were all through whiskey town they were through french gulch and burned up the entire fucking trinity area and uh that was and then the year after that there was the one that was in that also went through whiskey town that year after that there was one that was in bernie the year after that there was one that was in mount shasta and it's continually happening because it is getting drier and drier and we're having bigger swings in humidity versus the atmosphere and blah, 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 and how all fucking thunderstorms work. And yes, they're done by lightning strikes. And yes, they're done by power lines that are not properly maintained by PG&E. And yes, they're done by fucking somebody who doesn't grease their axle on their trailer and it makes a spark in the wrong area or people fucking weed eating and hitting a fucking rock and making a spark. This is how fires happen everywhere. And um, because it's drier conditions, it just, and it's windier and it's that fucking, just that perfect fucking shit storm. It's inconfeasible, damn it. Inconfeasible. <laughs> I'm going to go, like, I don't know. There's like, in a state as big and important and powerful as California, PG&E should not exist. The Agreed. government should fucking do the power and, I just know that a lot of people are about to lose their jobs to automation. And what needs to happen is the government needs to step up and provide high paying jobs to do infrastructure. The fucking electricity is infrastructure. We had the idea. The, the fucking internet is infrastructure and your internet should always be being improved in your neighborhood. One, because you need better internet because why shouldn't you have better internet? I mean, imagine if we had better internet, actually, no, I mean, actually <laughs> what we need is a slightly better noise gate, but, but you're also employing people yeah. doing things 
for the other people they live around, which is a good thing. Producer Dave, 2020. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's exactly, well, we that is exactly idea, what we should be doing. But, <clears throat> we had know. this idea back in fucking March where it's like, if we take reduce the military budget to a quarter of what it is now, take the surplus of that and pay, pull all of our troops in and increase their pay by fucking 10 fucking fold and then put all of them to work working on infrastructure. Not just them, but anybody who wants a fucking job. Be yeah. like, great, here's $23 an hour. Oh, you live in San Francisco? Here's $42 an hour. Follow Bob. He'll show you what to do. Thanks for coming and working. Like, because this is what's going to have to happen. Like, we don't get it. I don't. This show isn't like heavy on political theory, but as things go forward and we have more and more robots doing things and more like imagine Amazon, but now they own McDonald's and it's all robots. Well, we, we, so yeah. like as we go forward, we're going to have to do something for the fucking people who are not going to be employed by Amazon making or programming the robots. We have to do something and over hiring for infrastructure and making our country beautiful is like not the worst plan we I've ever heard. The we could rake the forest. We could rake the forest. Trump said rake the forest. Great. We have a hiring program here. Everybody who's been. Those 1,500 not- fucking uh, military personnel that you sent to the border for a caravan that didn't make it there would have been great to send to California to help fight fires instead. No, that's what... That's or to what keep people from looting the people that are burned out of their own homes. The thing I'm talking about would be would be independent of the thing that is currently happening. <laughs> Can I tell you that some version of that is in the thing that I'm going to school for? So in six years, I'll have to come back on here and explain <laughs> how in actual economic theory, it will work. Here's the problem. In six years, if you do all that, it would be horrible for your reputation to come back on here. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to care at that point good because news. the whole idea is to get it out there. Yeah. The, the good it news might be good for our reputation, which would be <laughs> fine too. Okay, we're... <laughs> well, uh, Producer Dave, really quick, just to... The, locally, California is moving in this direction. California actually has allowed um, local municipalities and jurisdictions to establish their own, uh, elect- basically, electric companies, but it's primarily with the purpose of uh, providing low-cost renewable energy Ugh. to the people. Like this is City no, of Reading the, is shit. City the, state, the state just needs to take over everybody's electricity, and that shit needs to be free. And here's why. I don't know, because fuck, fucking uh, Jeff Bezos has a house in California. You can tax him. Take care of like 800 people's electric bill right there. City of Reading has their own electric company, and it is fucking 10 times worse than PG&E. Let me just tell you, okay? PG&E, All if, you're, run, if your bill is like like right up to $250, if you're late on it, then they'll sh- they, they'll like make a payment plan with you. And that, like up to three months, you know? City of Reading, if you are 16 days late, they assess you a $32 fee and then they shut your shit off. And then you have to pay that plus whatever you owed and then a deposit, which is equal to that amount, twice over in order to get your power even turned back on. Yeah. But get this. If That's you, why it should be free. Right. If the city... And if the, the if, if uh, the um, if the that this basically the city city not just like city of Reading but if the city finds out that your power shut off and it's not turned on within forty eight hours you get an eviction notice because you're in an unsafe domicile. And that's fucked up. I will okay. admit that. But it's all about it. It it's underscores how much management there, is important. Okay. There is another city. So I lived in Sacramento and was under SMUD, which was Sacramento Municipal, yeah. Municipal yeah. Utility Were District. Your neighbors lesbians? No. Did they have a Subaru? Were there a lot of Subarus? Uh, I 
Sorry. No, I didn't actually <laughs> have one yet, but I almost there. had one. But so I was living in Sacramento because I was going to school at Davis and it was during the Davis recall and the energy crisis and how everyone's bills were going up. Okay. My bill was forty nine fifty the entire fucking time. Because it was on the city's Because oh, it was on the municipal utility. It wasn't PG and E or anything else. Mm-hmm. And they had controlled energy. So as long as I was within a certain amount, I paid forty nine fifty every month. Well, it's not like that city running, it's just corrupt. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It is. It's fucking corrupt as fuck. C- city of Santa Clara has Silicon Valley Power. That's been their electric company for years. And you you could not rest people out of Santa if people live in Santa Clara. You could do all sorts of crazy shit to them, and yet the one thing they'll say they'll they'll stay because of the power. Yeah, like the power company, the low bills, the consistency. Mm. It's just it's. Amazing. I've had way better experience with PG and E than I have with so, with so, anything. Well, and so, also um, because the bills were so for us were so low, even with fucking Tyson running nine computers and fucking four video game systems. Well, at a time, so it was so Cam- low. Campbell and West Valley cities are combining to form a Silicon Valley com- uh, energy coalition that's going to sell renewable energy basically to the people I'm sorry, at low what? cost. Hmm? Campbell, Sunnyvale and other Silicon Valley Santa, Santa Clara County cities are forming a com- basically a company called Silicon Valley I think Clean Energy that will sell renewable energy. I don't like that shit. I feel like it's people. gentrifying my electricity bill. <laughs> San, San, San Jose as the big dog didn't want to play with the other small dogs so they're forming their own clean energy uh, company basically or uh faction uh so they'll be f- they'll be providing the same service to their people under a different uh that's fine medium. but Which hopefully it's free since san jose is already f- a it, lot solar that would be it, horrible it won't be free but the idea is to is to uh compete with and hopefully undercut the pg and and the big boys to the point where they either have to change their model or they cease to be viable good I, but going back to Dave's point, I seriously think that especially in a place like here where we have so little weather and so much sun, there is no reason for us to pay and just solar everything out here. Oh, just wait until, wait until when we get a fully functional home storage capacity, like a battery for solar energy, yeah. that shit is going to be ubiquitous. Everyone's going to have it and you're going to be completely self-sustaining. Every single, and it's PG&E's worst nightmare. Every single house will be completely self-sustaining. So we're going to do a freebie, by the way. This is a, everybody's going to get the whole show. Um, you're going to get the ice cast feed. And uh, so we're going to run a little long here. We've been talking about the fires and uh, the fires. W- Media wench. Mm. Do you think Liz Crokin is going to say the worst possible thing or the funniest possible thing? I think the worst possible thing. Now, Rain Wilson, let's get back to him for a second. This man, I started doing some research on him. Guess what? He's involved with the charity in Haiti. Any celebrity that is involved with work in Haiti, you better believe they're involved in child sex trafficking. Okay? So the guy who openly talks about Mm -hmm. cannibalism, eating babies, and raping babies, who just happens to be involved in a charity that helps, allegedly helps kids in Haiti. Okay? Now, Rain, ironically, not ironically, Guess what? What? His house was one of the houses that was burned down the other day. Interesting. A lot of people who are up to their eyeballs in child sex trafficking have had their homes burned down. Burning evidence much? I don't think it's a coincidence, Chris. I don't either, Liz. I don't. And I I was going to ask you about that, but since you brought it up, let's talk about it. (laughs) That's a hot mic. Hot mic. So in case you missed it, I see why am I. 
<laughs> she just said that the people who lived in Hollywood who are obviously like running a child sex trafficking ring had their burnt, houses burned down. Burned down the whole fucking neighborhood. On purpose. On purpose to to hide evidence, which was obviously just pieces of paper that they had laying around because that's what evidence that's is. That's how our, you hide evidence. Obviously. Evidence of your, if you're doing of that, your the evidence. Because uh, you're keeping you? notebooks and logbooks. Horrible. Did person. they kill all the children who were being trafficked? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> she starts talking about Rain Wilson, and I'm like, Rain Wilson, what? What is this? Didn't about? he make? Didn't, didn't he make tennis rackets, or is that a different guy? No, is he on the <laughs> The Office? Right? Is that him, Rain Wilson? Uh, no, the no idea. Played, I never he, watched The Office. He played the the guy with the glasses. These fires have been the weirdest thing in the world. You know, they happened right after the midterms. They happened right after Tuesday night, just exploded onto the scene. We've had untold damage out there, but it's centered right in Malibu. They, they, they evacuated the whole city of Malibu, which is basically just north of where we're talking about. And a lot of these Hollywood stars live there. And uh, look, can, can we be honest with each other? I wouldn't put nothing past these people. No. These people are so evil, Liz. I don't think they care. I don't think they would care about killing innocent people to hide their tracks to make sure that nobody ever found out their secrets, what they were doing to these no, kids. No, they're, they're, I wouldn't put it past any of them. them. That actually, the more people they kill, the better because it's more sacrifice to Moloch. Moloch? Moloch. What? So Hollywood has human sacrifices now? I missed something. Moloch. What is Moloch? Does someone here know what that is? It's uh, out of Jewish lore, I think. It's like a. Mm. It's like the devil, or like never a mind. A I understand. Demon. It's, it's anti-Semitism. It's a Jewish demon. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just some. It's just some anti-Semitic Moloch. bullshit. Moloch. Yeah. It's if you read a lot of Ginsburg, it's in. It's in Ellen Ginsburg's poetry a lot. That shit's like some standard truth or fair. Yeah, just it's a it's a not a dog whistle. It's sort of a rape whistle. <laughs> Moloch is the biblical name of a Canaanite god associated with child sacrifice. The name of this oh, deity is so also sometimes spelled blah 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 blah. Jesus, Jesus McPizzagate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so hey, everybody. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, this is a freebie, so I'm just gonna play a song because I got to pee and I want to go get another beer. Uh, we had a listener submission of their own music. Um, I was asked not to say who this is, but this is a troll, a well-known troll. Have you vetted this music? No, I haven't listened to it. Oh, awesome. This is a listener music submission. I didn't listen to this, no. <laughs> Come on, I don't listen work. to anything you send me until I play it on the show, man. Like, if I'm listening to music, I'm like listening to myself DJ, which I might do after the show tonight, by the way. Stick around. Uh, maybe the other one. <laughs> so, thanks. I don't know, whatever. We're, we're going to go into red light in a minute. This song is by a band called Naked and the name of the song is Too Much.
stop your 